0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We're going to head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, the great Greg Amzinger, St. Louis native, MLB network lead anchor, joins us and uh, last week he didn't get to hear his dulcet tones on our show because he was playing in a golf tournament on friday and se- or uh, thursday and friday and we, we we first need to thank greg for joining us this morning and second of all need to find out how that golf tournament went how are you sir uh
1: i'm doing well good to hear your voice Randy. it's been like half a month it's been since too I long to you on the radio uh you sound like you've gotten taller uh, they grow so fast, you know. They really do. I, I, I played well, man. Last twenty rounds, I'm like mid '80s, mid to low '80s. Wow. Uh, that that day, shot a, I shot an eighty, shot an eighty. So I almost broke 80 i know there are guys that are listening right now laughing at that but when you've never done it and you you shoot an 80 and you double bogey 18 Mm. and you realize you could have broken 80 it's an emotional thing so my game's in the right direction i'm trending in the right direction
0: how did that double occur was it because of your putting was it because of what you did once you got close to the green how did you you double when you had a chance to because you'll remember this for the rest of your life (laughs)
1: So I walk to the tee box and I go, uh, how far away is that bunker on the right? And they're like, uh, it's 220, but you'll get over it. And I'm standing there looking at the bunker, looking only at the bunker. And it's like, you know, when there's someone working on the golf course, there's a human in your way and they stop so they can make sure you don't hit him in the face. But they're still in your way. That's where the ball's going. Like, I might as well just throw it at you, dude. Like I I can turn around and swing and try to hit it at another golf hole. It's somehow going to go at you. So that's all I thought about was that bunker. Try to aim the other direction. I'd rather be in the rough on the far left. Instead, the ball went right in that bunker, and that's what led to my double bogey.
2: Well, Greg, I'm glad that you shot him well, and it's great to have you back on the show. It's hard to believe, but we're already almost a quarter of what, uh, excuse me, a quarter away through the season. And if you look at baseball as a whole, what's a team that impressed you so far and a team that disappointed you?
1: I mean, the Philadelphia Phillies are disappointing right now. That, that to me, is the number one team. I I, I love the Phillies' roster. What I've realized is the human element does exist. They're missing an Andrew McCutcheon a guy that shows up every day during the marathon of a 162-game season and is lighthearted, having fun. They have too many grinders, too many intense warriors on the field, and, and, and the season's becoming really long, really fast. They won yesterday 3 nothing. Wheeler was outstanding. The starting pitching has to start turning things around because I like the guys they got. Cal Gibson, Ranger Suarez, Wheeler, Nola. They should be better than they are. To me, they're the most disappointing team. I got to tell you, there's a team that I thought would lose 110 games. Not lying. Thought they'd lose 110 games. Last night they won their fourth in a row. They're only a couple games under 500. The Texas Rangers, who have gotten nothing from Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon is the biggest disappointment in terms of a singular player in baseball. He doesn't have a home run yet, he's hitting well under 200. And yet, this team is won four in a row. They beat the Angels last night. They're, they're, they're grinding through. They came back. Nate Lowe had a two-run shot in the tenth to win it. The Texas Rangers have no business flirting with five hundred. And why does five hundred matter now, guys? Expanded postseason means if you are at five hundred, you are clearly a buyer at the trade deadline. You have a chance to sneak in. So for the Texas Rangers to be relatively close to five hundred, even if in mid mid May. I never saw that coming. To me, they're the biggest surprise.
2: Greg, I want to go back to the Phillies for a second. Now, also with Bryce Harper not being able to throw for at least six weeks, I know he's playing, he's DHing, he's playing through that elbow injury, but their defense isn't that great anyway. And removing Bryce Harper from the equation, I just wonder when he gets back and can play full go, what the state of the Phillies will look like.
1: I, I think Bryce Harper uh, getting that injection to try to help his elbow is because of what you just said. To watch uh, Kyle Schwarber let a ball roll underneath his glove off the bat of Robinson Cano the other day and have to go chase it down—they uh, they, they've got issues. Nick Castellanos is not winning the Gold Glove in right field ever. Uh, so you got two uh, statues of liberty in left field and a right field. You need a legit center fielder. And Bryce Harper, as, as, as much as we appreciate what he's done defensively, was drafted as a catcher, moved into the outfield, uh, he can play some center field. He's not as good as Aaron Judge at playing center field, who's also done that 12 times this year when Aaron Hicks has been scuffling. They need to go get a glove. They need to go get a guy that can cover ground. To me, Michael A. Taylor for the Kansas City Royals, the Royals are a colossal disappointment. They've got young position players talent that are already coming up to the big leagues I think the Phillies need to work out a deal and I think what you're going to see teams that could be in the mix for a postseason spot I still believe the Phillies are one of those teams they're going to be making deals well before the trade deadline teams need to start positioning themselves early so I I think they need to go get a dynamic center fielder that can cover a lot of ground and take the pressure off of Schwarber and off Castellanos because at the end of the day Bryce Harper's throwing arm has not affected his bat he's still the best hitter on the team they need him hitting I would not be uh, worried at all about his defense let him DH Let Schwarber and Cassiano stay out there, but you need a dynamic defender in center, and I think that's what the Phillies are going to have to go do.
0: Greg Amsinger, MLB Network with us on 101 ESPN. Greg, the top two markets are New York and L.A. The three teams with the highest payrolls are the Yankees, Dodgers, and Mets. The three teams with the best records by a significant margin are the Yankees, Dodgers, and Mets. Good for baseball or bad for baseball?
1: And I think, you know, it moves the needle. I'm just going to let you know. I mean, as much as that's frustrating for people in the Midwest to hear, whenever we air a Red Sox game, a Dodger game, or a Yankee game, the ratings are through the roof, not just because their fan base is watched, but because people in the Midwest can't stand those three those three <laughs> teams and, and they want to see them lose. It's just the way it works. So, yeah, they move the needle. As, as I say that, the injury last night to Max Scherzer, To go along with Taylor McGill, he's got uh, bicep tendonitis. Then you got Jacob DeGrom mid-June, if they're lucky with his shoulder. Uh, Let's pump the brakes a little bit on the New York Mets being a surefire winner. Uh, The position player talent's outstanding. Jeff McNeil changing his approach, not trying to hit home runs anymore. He's Wade Boggs. He's a modern-day Wade Boggs now. Watch him do what he's done in this series against the Cardinals. He's a magician out there. So they've got a lot of positives from a position player standpoint, but the heartbeat of this team was supposed to be their starting rotation. That was going to put them over the top. Now you've got an oblique injury possibly with Max Scherzer, and those things can linger for a while. Oh, by the way, he's not 32 anymore. So let's see how your body, you know, the, the aches and pains of getting older, that, that's not so no fun. He's dealing with that now. Uh, it's not as surefire of a thing. And when Chris Bassett is your number one for at least a couple weeks now, and you don't know what you're getting from the other three that you, you, you were really relying on to be your best pitchers, I, I, I'm pumping the brakes on the Mets. I think that division's going to come back. I, I think the Braves are not an under-500 team. I still believe the Philadelphia Phillies are a winning team. Uh, the Yankees are by far the best team in baseball, in my opinion. Their bullpen is unbelievable. And, and the Dodgers are scary because they're still not hitting yet. I mean, look up and down mm-hmm. that lineup. It's ridiculous how good they are, and their batting averages are terrible. So when they all start clicking with the New York Yankees being the best team, It's just the way it is. To me, we're like steamrolling to a Dodger-Yankee World Series.
0: Greg, last year, we hoped that the Cardinals would go on a run. Nobody saw the 17-game winning streak coming, though. Uh, Throwing that aside, do you think the Cardinals have it to go on a run?
1: Yes, I do. I absolutely believe that. Uh, what we saw last night, as I still think Jordan Hicks is a, a key component to this team, being a playoff caliber club and really pushing the Milwaukee Brewers. I think they can go on a run, and here's why. When they get into the NL Central chunk of their schedule, when they're bouncing around between the Reds, the Cubs, the Pirates, and then they get the Cubs again, y- those are winnable games, man. Those three teams stink. They just do. And, and those, are, those are games the Cardinals need to play like it's game seven of a postseason series. And then you start stockpiling victories. That's going to come. Nolan Gorman's eventually getting to the big leagues. That's going to be a spark, an extra bat that's going to be dangerous. Although Donovan, I thought, has done a great job in the small amount of time that he's had to play. Yalez is a young talent that they're trying to figure out to play right field. They're positives. This team's going to click. And when you've got guys that got baseball cards like Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, these guys are what they are. I still believe, man. Tyler O'Neill hasn't hit at all. Neither has Harrison Bader. Uh, Carlson had three hits the other night, but they haven't gotten going yet. It's a really bad division. The best team in the in the division relies on a guy that. May I just throw this out there? Is an MVP candidate, not not Christian Yelich, Josh Hader. Josh <laughs> yeah. Hader is the most valuable pitcher. He's the most valuable pitcher in baseball because he will be in the game. So many times this year in one-run leads, the, the Brewers cannot score. Do not tell me how many runs they've scored already this year. When your best bat is Willie Adamas, yeah, he's on pace. to hit 40 home runs, but he's hitting barely over 200. Their hottest bat last two weeks is Colton Wong. He's not an MVP candidate. Is Rowdy Yalez going to continue to be a consistent bat? I say no. Christian Yelish is still hitting well under 250. He's not what he used to be. This team's going to play a lot of one-run games, and if Josh Taters' health is impacted at all. This team is going to fall apart. So I think the Cardinals have a legit chance to go on a major run. It's a top-heavy division with three really bad teams they should be able to stockpile some victories and get over 90 wins.
0: Alright, last thing for Greg Amzinger. I want to s- circle back to your answer to Michelle's question about surprises and disappointments. You mentioned the Texas Rangers who are middle of the pack and runs. You mentioned that they aren't getting anything out of Marcus Simeon so far. Their their DH position has not been great. They've got this kid in the minors just tearing it up with a 992 OPS. Could this kid, Matt Carpenter, with a 992 OPS in the minors for the uh, the Rangers come up and uh, come from Round Rock and provide some offense for the Texas Rangers.
1: I have been following Matt Carpenter's success in the minor leagues. I am rooting for him immensely. <laughs> the issue for Matt Carpenter is Nate Lowe plays first base. He's not going anywhere. And their best hitter right now is really Brad Miller. Brad mm-hmm. Miller's got six home runs. He's their DH. He's literally Matt Carpenter. He doesn't use batting gloves. He speaks for famine. So they've kind of already got Matt Carpenter in the big leagues right now. So I don't know where he fits in. Maybe Marcus Simeon gets DFA and no. they just give him $170 million. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I don't know. I, I don't see an opening right now for Matt Carpenter. And that's unfortunate because I am excited every time I see that he goes two for four on the walk. So I have been following Matt Carpenter in the minor leagues as well.
0: It's pretty amazing. Greg, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. And within the next couple of weeks, we're going to get a 79 out of you.
1: I'm going to try my best, buddy. Try my best. And maybe I'll I'll make my way to St. Louis and and accomplish that feat with one Randy character. That would would be a blast.
0: I would love to do it. Uh, I I know people. I can get us on a course or two. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i gotta buy a plane ticket now buddy i'll buy a plane ticket now
0: all right we'll see you soon have a great weekend all right take care guys see you later that is the great greg amzinger on 101 espn
2: hi this is chris howard host of plugged in with chris howard the college football playoff committee made their decision on sunday and as much as i loathe the idea of ohio state losing their way into the college football playoff i 100 percent agree with osu making it in over bama